It's all, all all right when the Commodores are playing our song. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. Welcome to another episode of The Nat Shift. He's Kevin Ricca. Man, it's, it's awesome to be here. There's been three days off this week, a doubleheader, all kinds of crap going on with this ridiculous hurricane causing a ruckus. It feels like uh, it's like you're like the Nats are almost calling out sick, you know, or like or the, you know everyone is uh, not putting in a lot of hours this week. Maybe they like bought a video game or two and they're just trying to crank it out. Uh, yeah, binging not, on some, a no TV base, show. No baseball weather. You gotta no? you gotta find your fix somewhere. So all the, those many Nats fans in the Carolinas, stay safe. Stay get out of there. Stay dry. Be safe. Uh, and uh, to uh, all baseball fans who are surely Nats fans for listening to this show, uh, happy or, or uh, as we celebrate, I would say, you know, you don't say happy 9-11 day, but you, you, it, it's the, that's the day it is, Tuesday 9 one um, And I was thinking about it as we, were, as we were doing this show. I was thinking about, you know, think about how, how different the world is in general for, for a lot of serious, much more serious than baseball reasons. But I sometimes uh, it, it, it just occurred to me um, this afternoon. I forget that, you know, post 9/11 for us is also Nats. Uh, you know, we, there wasn't you know there was no uh, Washington Nationals. You know, back in back in that time. Of course, it was during football season. Don't want to make sure we shout out at the time in every uh, man's life when um, he he might turn his uh, eye from his non-playoff uh, appearing baseball girlfriend to his potential playoff appearing football. Girlfriend, I guess. Redskins. <laughs> I don't know that's, what we're doing in the show. All of a sudden, two girlfriends. Two girlfriends. Uh, I'm keeping track with yep. Ken and yep. Pad. Uh, so you know, the the world is is different. It's it's a day of reflection. I've been thinking about it. I can't get away from it. I don't think anyone should ever try. Um, and uh, and baseball. I think we're you know, we're doing a baseball podcast. Baseball was a big part of um, the healing. I guess you could say uh, sports was a huge part of the healing in general. But. Um, I don't know. I thought baseball that baseball really shined uh, in this co- in this country at that moment. Um, and I always, I, you know, obviously, you know, Buck saying what he what he said before the game. But um, you know, just play play playing ball, play ball. It's time to play ball. Um, and uh, I don't know, that that's I, you know, it's been what uh, seventeen years. And I you know, it was, sports was such a huge thing, uh, obviously at the time for football uh, in, at the moment, and the Redskins going going to the games and being with uh, folks um, at FedEx um, was in you know an incredible feeling uh, after that. And, and Redskins games have fallen on 9/11 a lot since, and being in that in that sports atmosphere and in, in, in having this moment, I think uh, has always been a good pairing. Yeah, it's uh, especially being in Washington D.C. Uh, sports, its role as a as a distraction that helped the healing. Obviously, nowhere near as important as what happened. Yeah, we all know that. But uh, as we move forward as a country, it brought us together. Yeah, it's one of the beauties of sports in general, and baseball being America's pastime. And that time of year, it was certainly, obviously, you know, obviously, what I'm saying here is sports is nothing compared to this. Nope. It's what we used to come together as a, a nation. It was it was binding. And that's what sports has been for a lot of people. Uh, it brings people together. It teaches people about different backgrounds, different uh, whether it's uh, religious, social, economic, uh, and the color of any man's skin. Baseball, football, basketball, every sport has brought Americans together, and it's, that was definitely its functional role uh, after 2001, uh, September 11th. Yep. 
And these days, uh, as we, we look at a team, obviously, that wasn't around back then, the, you know, a team in the, in the cities, uh, in the, the city that is the nation's capital, and, and one of the best uh, top five media markets in the country, um, the Washington Nationals are, um, I think they, they have finally uh, completely penetrated all at, you know parts of, of this city's heart. You know, I think it, it, it's part of the lifeblood now, and it, it's, it's the reason why we're so disappointed um, in what's happened this year, you know, the failure to meet, um, you know, some expectations that none of us really thought were that, um, you know, that uh, exceedingly difficult for, for this roster. Yeah. Tough summer for the summer sons of Washington yeah. uh, and all fans alike. But, but it's our team. It's here. Yeah. And like you said, a mere 17 years ago, there was, there was no Nats. There was yeah. no idea of the Nats. Uh, damn, they've brought a lot of joy. Tons. And still, and still doing it. Um, you know, they, they, uh, we got back to 500, right? I believe with a win over the, the Phillies earlier this today. After, yes, this, this afternoon. Yes, uh, with uh, Fetty on the mound. Um, it's, it's not, it, it's not over mathematically, but you know, let's, let's, uh, let's not be, um, Crazy. I, I hate the idea of calling us the spoiler, but I do like spoiling yes. the Philadelphia Phillies options as, as the season progresses because mathematically we're not eliminated. And hey, listen, let's face it, crazier things have happened. Correct. I think the makeup of this roster and what's happened, you know, we, we haven't put ourselves in, our, in the best position, but, you know, there's a lot of talent out there. But beating the Phillies, knowing that they're right there, just climbing and clawing their way back, just, you know, Gives me great pleasure. It, it feels right, uh, and and it's more baseball to watch. It's more opportunities to see these guys play again. We're going to see a different group out there next year. So, um, and uh, apparently they're going to be managed by David Martinez. I don't know if in case anyone thought yeah. that was an issue. It's it's apparently not. Well, as far as we've been told, as far as we've been told, which you know gets a little gets a little uh, I think, sneaky this day. I don't think there. I think a vote of confidence. It's bad enough that there was. A, any kind of need for a vote of confidence. I agree. But, but I think, you know, you're always, I think you're going to give a guy like that more than one year. No doubt. I think uh, people that don't think he should have been named the manager that want him gone now, I think that's just too much chaos. You know, you got to give this guy, we gave him the first three-year deal in the history of the learners. You know, we can't just, can't just, just cut ties with this guy after one season. Uh, a lot of the guys gave shout outs and, and, and pats on the back to this guy. Guys that left. Daniel yeah. Murphy. So he's absolutely the man for the job. There's no reason for Daniel Murphy to say that publicly. That's right. Uh, I think that he's definitely a player's guy, and uh, you know, some years don't work out. I think uh, we went up against some weird stuff. You know, like I said, after Shrewsbury got hurt, it felt like everything the first go around, everything just kind of just went to shit. Yep. You know, after that incredible May, all of a sudden, early to mid June, we're looking at Strasburg going, Geo falling apart, Roark falling apart. Harper's bat gone quiet, and, you know, these things that happen through the course of a 162-game season happen to us real fast, and I don't think we ever, ever really got back on top of that. I don't think nope. we ever re recovered from that uh, gut punch that we took, and that, you know, that's disappointing. That's, that's very disappointing. After getting a taste of what we could possibly do in May. What is the uh, second wild card team's win total? Oh, oh it, 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 win it at the end of the season. Oh, man. It's going to have to be right around the 90. The 90, 90 mark. Number. I mean, we went out. We're getting 90 wins. 18-0 yeah. gets you 90. 
Yeah, what are we, seven, seven and a half back at this point? You know, it's very similar to yeah, with, our with, situation you know, in the division, right? Yeah. With, 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 with a lot of other teams <laughs> in that mix, too. <laughs> yeah. Not just one or two we're chasing. There's about five in the mix. and Yeah, but uh, stuff's fun to talk about. Sure. Fun to, uh, hey, if it did happen, it would be just remarkable. I'm, I'm just enjoying them playing baseball. I'm trying to enjoy my man, Victor Robles. He's got to take a deep breath and relax a little bit. He's pressing right at, at the time. I think he went one for ten this week. Didn't see what happened this afternoon with him. Uh, but, you know, I just want to watch that guy play some baseball. Yeah. You know, you see Bryce get into his groove. NL Player of the Week. Yep. You know, he's uh, taking walks and, and getting collecting RBIs and extra base hits like he should, like yep. he has. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see his chase for 100. It's very, it interests me. I know I bring it up every other week, but it does. I really want to see him get to that 100 mark. I want, to, I want him to check all those boxes as a national. I do. Uh, whether he comes back or not, I just want I want that to be the case. Uh, eight I want, more? I want, I want uh, eight more. I think so. Yeah, he's got ninety two. I think. Yeah. And then uh, I want to see Max. He's got a minimum of three starts. I don't know what's going on with all the crazy weather, but looks to me like he's going to have three more. And uh, got to have him. Got to have it. Get to that twenty marker. That sure be something because, you know, the example he's set this year has been in all of sports as the ultimate competitor. At any level, at in any sport. Yeah. I mean, going nine innings this week for us again, well over 100 pitches. He gave up nine hits and a couple runs. But this guy's going nine innings for us at this time of year. He's built Absolutely. for it. This is what he does. This is what it's all. The, and this weather and is, goal, for, is his weather. The aim and the goal of his training regimen at the beginning of the season is built for him to come into his strongest at this time. Yeah, I know. That's uh, I so know. difficult. It is so difficult. Uh, I like to see Roark get to ten wins. That'd be a good thing for for me. Get get to the double digit win mark. When at one point he was what like three and twelve or some, something terrible. Yeah, and you guys guys in the bullpen, Glover, Grace, Holland, and Suero all had good weeks. You know, I think Holland uh, under the radar, tremendous pickup for us. I mean, his production has been ridiculous. His consistency. You know, I don't know if that's a guy we would bring back next year, but why the hell not? You know. He's been linked to us like a million times. Yes. Uh, so we've covered him over the last four seasons. Yeah. Um, all right, well, listen, let's uh, watch another week unfold. Let's get some wins against people we like to see lose, that being Philadelphia and the Cubs. Uh, we will make up the Cubs game on Thursday. We have a weekend set uh, at Atlanta. Uh, that's through Sunday. And then a two-game set in Miami, which wraps up on our next show, Tuesday, September 18th. Scherzer gets one start between now and then. And then he'll double down on our next uh, net shift week. Kevin, okay, hey, we're gonna, st- we're gonna, we're, we're, everyone thinks, oh, you know, you guys will be so happy when this season's over. You know, this 162 game season. I'm like, wait, I don't think you understand. This is a year round show, not a season only show. And I love watching my boys play while they're yeah. eligible. It's tormenting waiting. And the, just wait to see catchers to report what kind of stuff we do in the off the early off season. It's going to be that's going to be the our, I think our most fun episodes because we we're going to go off the we're going off the reservation. We ain't laying down bunts into a shift, is what you're saying. No, no, no. It's gonna we're going to make it fun. Yeah, we're uh, swinging for the fences, boys. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's what that's what but that's when you get extra listeners. People are already listening to their Nat stuff by the time the season starts. You need to be in their grill in uh, you I'm know in the grill. Oh yeah, right up in there, October, November style. And then when catchers and pit- they start hearing rumors about pitchers and catchers reporting, you're like, "What are you talking about? It's a Super Bowl." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no." There's pitchers and catchers reporting. There's all kinds of good news to spread. Until next Tuesday, he's Kevin Ricca. Kick him in the grill, Pete. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Nat Shift. I can't get no relief.